0: Pasha's schmuis is the Pasha how Shpachalder and banner spent schmeice the Pasha Schmu the whole begin the whole safe is 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 to teach us and to explain to us how the Jewish nation became a nation. The B'raishis is how the world was created and the Ovis as beginning of a nation. But Shemois is we became a nation and we got the Torah because the Krali soul and the Torah is all one. It's not two separate things. We are the Torah. If, you, if you're you without the Torah, you're not Jewish. You know, maybe you are may well genetically Jew, but uh, if you're not, you don't have the Torah, you're not considered Jewish. You're not religious. I mean, this is the, the greatness of us is the Torah. The, the Zoe says even more, the soul and the Torah and Hashem is all one. Now that that needs a long explanation, because uh, we're not one with Hashem, but we're all combined. We are connected. The Torah and Hashem and us is one connection to us. God is the creator, he runs everything, but with his ultimate wisdom, gave us the Torah. And this is the wisdom of Hashem, and with that, we connect to Hashem So it's very, very important lesson in Shemus. In order for us to become a nation, we have to go through a lot. Anything to build, to create, doesn't go easy. To destroy, that could go very easy. I always tell people the twin towers, I think I once read, took eight or seven years to build, came down in an hour and a half. So then came down to destroy, but to build it's hard work. To build and to do that in anything, anything, anything that a person wants to accomplish, they needs another work. Imagine becoming a nation, did not go easy. We have to be in Golas, in Mitzrayim. This whole Gullus going through this exile, we were 210 years. It wasn't a. We went out in exile just for one year, two years, 210 years. So how much we worked, many held it was only 80 years. But it was hard work. And we then became came out of it. became this nation. You know, that the f- first thing we see from this, any good thing demands work and hard work. Let it be a relationship. Let it be a job. Let it be a tater, of course, learning to acquiring tutor, being a good person. Just being a good person. To be kind and nice and do the right thing demands discipline. You, don't, you know, it's not you take a pill and become a good person. You know, we love to pop pills and become good and become loving. No, you know, it takes work. So the, the first thing I want to explain, what, how did Kalal Yisrael withstand the Golas? It came into the You know, in the beginning of Pasha Shemois, it counts, the, these are the names of the Jews that came to Mitzrayim, and it says, V'yosev hoyu b'mitzrayim. So you know what the Medrash says? Thank you. Who didn't know Yosef was in Mitzrayim? I mean, Yosef, last week's passage, two weeks, ago, three, again. But Yosef was in Mitzrayim. What does the Torah want to teach us to us? So, you know, there's a very, very important Medrash. I once said this over. The Medrash says how did Yosef survive 13 years in a Mitzrayim? First year, he was a slave. 12 years of jail, it was not pretty. And it's very, very hard. And you, know, and you don't see a light in the end of the tunnel, you know what I mean? How am I going to get out of a jail? How, what, when? Do you know what the message says? Yosef kept happy all the time. See, to be happy when things go your way that's, you know, that's nat- natural thing. People are happy when things go their way. Finally, things turned around. Finally, things got better. Whatever you you know, striving for. The trick of life is when things are not going well. Maybe it's going well, your perception's not going well. But when things don't look well, you know, and it doesn't work out well, that's the challenge to be happy. Because when you're happy, you could tolerate the gullas. It's much easier. I, 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 used, I used to say this over... I hope my daughter doesn't hear this, but she's a, today already an 18-year-old girl. But when she was 11 years old, she came home one day and was trying to convince me, to my wife especially, to get a, a new knapsack. A sack, you know, the children wear in the back, in the school sack. And... Uh, she was trying to tell her that uh, has wheels, you could carry it better, and, oh, and you could put water into it and uh, hold the bottle. Now, you know, my mind wanders always, and I said, I got it. She said, "Why well, are you getting it from me? I said, no, no, no. I said to her, well, are you trying to convince me it's easier to carry the load. She's trying to convince me. I knew it. the reason she wanted one is her friends had a new one, but, uh, uh, but she was trying to convince me that, you know, this type, you carry the books easier, the water and the nash easier. If you, everyone has a load in life, everyone, sometimes the load is very heavy, sometimes it's not so heavy, sometimes it's extremely difficult, sometimes it's not. You want to carry the load easy, you got to, how it's going to make you. But her with the wheels and the back, happiness, if you're happy, Yosef atsadi was able not only to withstand the gullis to not fail the test of temptation because he was happy. You know, there's a very famous capital tell me say Shabbos at the davening. The To David, it's capital lamed thirty four. It said David when he changed his taste. You know the story of this capital. Tell him, David the was a whole long story, but David the wound up in the place of Yehimelach Melach Plishtim. And a guy says to David, one of them, "This is the king of Israel who killed Goliath. Let's get him." So David the acted like he's insane. He would uh, pick his nose. And, and act totally insane, and, and, and he composed this capital Tami by and he kicked them out. The, it, it, the king says, "I have my own crazy crackpots. I don't need another one." What What was this supposed to tell us? David was sort of an exile. The whole story of how he got 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 into Plishten with with the uh, with his general, but he was sort of an exile. The only way to e- escape is act crazy. Sometimes you are so overwhelmed with things, you gotta act silly. Now sometimes there's no way to make yourself happy unless you get yourself and act silly. The Zoe says that when a person is depressed, he should sit down and play with children. Down. down with a two-year-old. Maybe two-year-olds. Too old. I'm not sure. we got to sit down and play with the children. It lifts your mood. No matter how bad your mood is, it elevates the mood. Meaning to say we are not happy in a natural way. we got to acquire happiness. Yosef, I don't know, he didn't have children in jail, but Yosef worked on it to make sure he stays happy. It's a big, big lesson in life. Now, you know, it says, but come A new king got up. We did not know Yosef. And he, got, he made Cloudy, so go work. So, Rasha brings two opinions. What does it mean, a new king got up? One opinion Rasha brings, there was a brand new paroi. Now, the key the question is, you know, you know how long Yosef was king in Mitzrayim? 80 years. He became king at the age of 30, and he was king till 110. Kings never last out long. And tie you don't find any king living 80 years. Being king and king. I mean, maybe, why does the, you know, of course there was a new king. You know, historians claim a very interesting thing, that in Mitzrayim, there was a revolt from the north, and came down, and entire new people took over the country, and they called themselves Paroi. Paroi means the king. There was a, a Mitzrayim revolution, and he did not know Yosef. He did not know who he was, you know, or the said say he acted like he doesn't know Yosef. But it, you know, so the, the Chassidim say a very interesting pshat. You know, the Yetzirah always comes with new ideas. Always. I always tell this to people, like, people being, having a smartphone is a, is a good idea. Boy, does it take people away from Twitter learning and for getting into trouble People tell me I hear this for young people. They get into trouble with the with the smartphone, the text to girls, and even married people or Some sometimes, really the whole affair started with just a text. And one text to live. Another text into another thing. The Itzahara always comes with new ideas. You see, he doesn't sleep. The Itzahara. so he is. The, you know, it's like there are companies scout any new inventions if they should invest. The Yetzirah scouts all the new inventions. And as soon as he sees something new, he makes sure to take advantage of it. And it's a new desire, so to say. That, that, you know, The Yetzirah is always new. You know what I mean? Different. They just wears different clothing. Because the, the, whatever the Yetzirah is, it just distracts us. To really, from the beginning of the Gullus, because you know, as the Tanya says it, the Nachman says, the main goal is, is our soul is in exile, and to prove to this is, you know, how many people could get up every morning and say, I'm so happy alive. And really, we should be very happy we're alive. We're living in a time no one, no one had it so good. Said this often, Shloim did have it that good. King Solomon. King Solomon built baths in a swimming pool for his wife to cool off in the summer. We have air conditioning. We don't have to be King Solomon's wife. We are much better. We don't have to go into the pool and sit there. How long can you sit in the pool? How long can you swim already? You know, how long? And I imagine they didn't have a filter. So uh, there was uh, probably when they came out of the pool, they needed a shower or two. You know what I mean? We are, you know, we just sit the sitting in a healing place right now. They didn't have this. But still, we are in Gaulus, not physically. No, we're not physically in Gaulus. Bok Hashem. Benish blessed us. We're live we're living in a nation. I've said this more than often that Jews never had such freedom since they went into exile, probably. <laughs> If you fire a guy he works on Shabbos because he keeps Shabbos, you're going to be sued. Did you hear what I said? You're going to be sued. If you if you don't if there's a sign, don't come in Saturday. I mean, there's certain cases. Yes, certain cases not. But but you know, the we have incredible freedom which we didn't have. Right, right. I mean, through history. My, my parents are hungry. They were plenty afraid of anti-Semitism. A police could make up a story and it was your word against his word and we you know police make up stories and it was nothing, it was, you were lost, finished. Finished. So, still, most of us, we get up in the morning, we're not the happiest person. That shows our soul isn't gullus. There's a, you know, why, I, if you ask yourself, why shouldn't you be happy? And most often, there's not a real valid reason. Most often. See, because there's always what to catch about. Always. There's always something doesn't work perfectly. That'll be your health, that'll be this, and um. You know it, 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 most often it's not the money, people are very wealthy, it' just as unhappy. People have things working there but they're also just not unhappy because there's always in life find things that are not perfect. So th- it shows that we are, you know, we are sort of uh, in Gullis. I remember thinking to myself as I was young, growing up in my parents home, and I, I remember asking my mom, you know, I always find you find something to worry about. You have nothing to worry about. You create a... Uh, well, my mom was annoyed with me. But that's, that's what I, 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 I observed as young, you know. Things are taken care of and all of a sudden you worry about something else. You know, if a guy's a worrier, he'll find something to worry about. A guy who's unhappy, he's, oh, he's going to have a list of excuses why I'm unhappy. Why weren't you happy? Last week, this. This week, there's another thing. That's taken care. But you know what happens afterwards. and It's like we need to hang our hat someplace. Yiddish, there's a saying, you've got to hang up your hat on a nail. You've got to find something to be unhappy about. If a person knows how to be anxious, he'll say, I'm not really suffering anxiety. There is what to be anxious about. You know and I mean? And there is what to be worrying about. Because that's the gullus of the soul. Instead of letting it out. And this is what really, when Claudius went into Mitzrayim, the yukamel Chodesh. this was a very challenging thing. We worked in Mitzrayim. And paru's trick was, it says in the Pasha, do not give him time to think. You know, but we also lived. many people are workaholic, and they never stop thinking, what am I doing? I once met a guy who's a doctor and he's not married. And I asked him, no. He says, I have so much patience, I don't, I don't, I, don't. I said, you could, uh, as a doctor, say after six, seven, six o'clock, you close shop. You gotta find yourself a wife. But, uh, you know, I was, as I was talking, realized, no, he doesn't want to get married. So he says that he's so busy. So he has, he has the office open till eight o'clock at night and this and that. It's like if you don't want to do something, the Yitzharah makes us busy, 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 busy. Doesn't want you to learn. It makes you busy. Doesn't want you to to find time for it. It makes you busy. That's part of the Gullahs. Paroi told this, make sure the Jews don't have time to think. The worst thing the Yitzharah has is we sit and think. It's like, you know... The old, in many of these countries, you when know, I didn't want people to have, uh, find freedom, they they didn't let you communicate. And many claim that this whole thing, the spring spring, uh, you know, Arab Spring, and it came up, is only because social media. People could talk to each other. You can't hide anymore. You could say what's going on and what really is going on. The social media sort of brought people out into the open because we could start talking and thinking. There's a part of it also that doesn't let you think more important things. Okay, we don't have freedom. Ask yourself, what am I doing on planet Earth? My time clock is clicking. No one knows when that's going to be. You know, you have the sand thing, and it's coming down. The timer, the sand is coming down from that. It's coming down. I always tell people, I have no idea how much sand is left here. But Hashem says, I'm not telling it to anyone. And try to ask yourself, how can I live the rest of my life a, a better life? So you have to remember, we don't change unless you push yourself to change. Unless, unfortunately, we go through pain. It takes enormous, enormous pain, painful situations to make you change. You see, from the, the brothers of Yosef, Yosef tried to inflict pain to Shem to get them to do tshuva. And I explained this, I'll explain it again. Explain it in Yeshua. Imagine when the, Yosef, the first time, sees the brothers. And Yosef tells his brother, You recognize me? Look, look at me, good. You know who I am? I'm your brother. The first time. No tricks, no harma. You think they would have ever did tshuva what they did? And he would have told them, rubbed it into them, you know, I'm your brother. See, the dream became true. You have to bow down to me. Imagine without they would have said, Huh, huh? Who do you think you are? I don't know what they would have said. But Yeshav realized in order them to realize what they did and to do chuva, they had to go through pain. We don't change normally. We people don't change unless. Unfortunately, we feel pain. We don't change emotionally, spiritually. We don't change. Uh, and, and, but if a person takes time for themselves, just cut, takes time for themselves, you are able to change. You ask yourself, this is what I'm doing. I want to change this. Listen, we only live once here. Might as well make it great. It's your life. And we don't realize how much life is in our hands, how much we could change. We can't change certain things we can't change. How we look at life, how we deal with the stress of life, that we could change. Whatever is going on, you could say, okay, this is it, but I'll be happy now. I'll work on the positive. I'll daven more. Do the right thing. Cut out things that is not the nicest thing. See, the mitz- the goal of Mitzrayim is it puts you into a box and doesn't let a person change. I found out find that often when people speak to me about the Shomrei's problems, I find out. Very often they both realize something is wrong, but just don't do anything. You know, just do something about it. They get into they don't think we're just running, working, coming, going. Sit down. That's why I would tell people meditation is such a sweet emotional relief. I find it for myself. Just sitting and talking to Hashem and reflecting your life to yourself. What am I doing with my life? And how can I change it? And sometimes you don't want to face it. Sometimes you face it, you don't know how to change it. But at least you're focused. And slowly you will change things. Because you know why? When we come to the next world, there's going to be a CD of us. And Hashem is going to show us every day. You you forgot Mincha that day. No, no, no. Just push the button. And the CD shows up. And let's see how that day went. Boy, is that going to (laughs) be... What did you say? The worst movie he ever saw. Yeah. You know, it's uh, very profound because we don't like to look at the movie. It's true. That's very what he said. "Imagine someone should show. Let me just show you a video how you live today. Please don't show it to me. <laughs> Please don't show it to me. That shows that we're uncomfortable with certain parts of the day, because certain parts of the day you feel good about yourself. You, that part you could show me. Show me I was in shul. Show me that I was nice to my wife. Show me when I was nice to others. When I gave tzedakah, I got someone to smile." Cut out the other edit. How you say? Edit the other pictures. So that shows to every one of us. This part of the video we don't want to see. That means we. There's a part of us that knows that something is not perfect. Part of us knows that you know this is not not so good. Not to worry what happens. Every day you should just simply say to Hashem, I am so sorry for my shortcomings. Shortcomings. I'm sorry that I spoke Lashon Hara. I'm going to try to be better. Do it better tomorrow. Make sure less. Whatever whatever, you know you're short, you didn't do. At the end of the day, it's the sweetest thing to say. This is... Is not working well. Yes. Yes. That's what Hashem wants us to. All Hashem wants us is to get closer to him. Do the right things. He knows we have a bad battle. He put us, as I explained to Marshall, he put us on the football team and have 300 pounders charging against us. We every day we have, you know, was eleven members of the team coming and uh, coming, not letting you move the ball on the field. We really have it's it's very challenging, no question about it. Men in their ways, women in their ways. We have enormous challenges. Otherwise, we'll be like the dogs and the cats. We eat, sleep, and procreate. And waggle the tail. I don't know what they do. I don't know what they think. You know, animal lovers always are convinced they know what they're thinking. I tell you, I have a neighbor. She tries to tell me that her dog smiles. I don't know how a dog smiles. But she is convinced. But if everything we do, because You know, there's no yetzahara you're going to do, there's no schar. I mean, you're going to do exactly what it's meant to be. The challenge is, you woke up in a bad mood. You got into a dispute or with your spouse or with someone, and you got to make up. You got to say, I'm sorry. Or you got to, you know, the job that you're doing, You push yourself. See, I always tell myself the things that is we resist is always the best thing. We resist doing something, obviously that must be good. You know, no one—I hate to say this, Marshall—I find when people go to the movies, they don't come late. Now someone explained it to me even better. Someone explained to me that the first 10 or 15 minutes of the movie there's only advertisements. Still, people don't come late. But Davani, you I know why, why walk into the shoe late. See, you know why? Over there the HR says, go on time. Here the HR says, come on, you're tired, sleep another 10 minutes. It's better for the then It's better to stretch another 10 minutes and not to get out of bed. We we really fight the Yitzhahara. We have. You know what Yisroel is called Yisroel? Rashi says, You fought the Yitzhahara. We are called Yisroel. Yankiv is called Yisroel because he won the battle. Because Yankiv totally at that point when he he was fighting the the Yitzhahara, he won the battle. We are called Yisroel because we're battling. We are battling the Yitzhahara. As I always say, the difference between us and him, he comes every day. He is alert and ready. We had the other army like, you know, don't worry about the army. That's the worst thing. The worst thing in life is, the worst to fight an enemy is to underestimate them. In Israel, the 73 war... Uh, underestimated the, the, the Egyptians. Nah, nah, you know, they played it down. The more you alert, you know, there's someone, the Eitzhah is always lurking. I always like to say the story over the Tanya, and it was I think I was told it was the second time he was in jail, he got up in the middle of the night to say, you know, the Indian to mourn on the Chalb Besamikdash. He was in prison, he wants to get up, and the eight Sahara tells him, listen, you're an old man, you were sleeping on the floor, you had a horrible night's sleep, why are you getting up now? So the tiny turns around and he says to him, and I was arrested, I came here, who brought you in here? <laughs> so I always ask, why did the Tanya say this story? What did he say this story? He wanted to say in a profound teaching that you could be the holy, holy Tanya. who was the, as we call him, the Reb of the generation, of his generation. And he wrote incredible work. The Sahara is re- not relentless. He could be old, laying in prison, and the Sahara is coming and goes, don't get up, sleep a little bit more. The, the, that's the power of the Sahara. And we don't see, no one wakes up this way, he says, uh-oh, the evil is lurking, otherwise you're gonna go nuts. You know what I mean, you are. But, you have to be aware by meditating, taking time for yourself, you become aware of the sahara. You become aware of the gullus. You become aware of what you're doing. Like he just says, that might be the worst movie. It's because there's a part of us, part of the movie, we don't wanna see. We'll close our eyes. Because we know there's something that we're not doing correctly. Or even we're doing correctly, we feel, you know, I could have done a better job. That sounds so cheap. Cool. You're not allowed to what? Fun? Fun? Oh. No, no. A person is allowed to. A person needs to relax, just like a person needs to eat, needs to sleep, needs to spend time with the husband, needs to spend time with the children, the grandchildren. They're just part of. a, a person needs a break. He needs the break. People need a vacation. Vacation is part. Of I always say we are blessed, we have once a week a vacation, but certain people, takes. I've, I've seen by myself, going away sometimes, takes enormous stress away from people. Just a change of scenery. Just driving in the mountains, sometimes it helps the people. That's also helpful, that's also healthy. We always have to daven. Davening, we're always gonna daven. I know, we don't daven all day long, Shabbos. You sleep longer. No one cooks on showers, No one, you know, it is a day of rest. It just, it, it just sometimes, person needs a break. Needs a break. That the point is now. Life has to run out. Every person has to have on the. But they're trying to bring out that you should be able to look at yourself and not be uncomfortable. Like your know, husband said, sometimes you look back at the movie and say, "What." that means you know we know ourselves this part we know ourselves not so proud i'm not so proud of it. this sunday last sunday's uh, cd if you would bring it to me please don't i hope i'm going to do chuva By doing chuva i'm going to wipe it off but does i said this marshal that doing chuva wipe of the cd so someone was telling me uh, in the morning <coughs> that when president kennedy was shot you know, they tell me it was in the news 50 years ago. So the CIA panicked, and they wanted to wipe off the blood from the car. And that's wrong. It was uh, evidence. You know, he was shot, whatever. That's, that's not the protocol. And when he was asked later why he did it, he was so in shock, he thought, if I wipe the blood off, it'll make believe it didn't happen. You know, he was so traumatized. The agent, whoever did it, I'm not sure who did it. Didn't understand the story well sometimes we do something I hope I'll wipe her off and it's like make believe it doesn't happen but the greatness of Twitter is when you do chuva it gets wiped off when the, the prosecutor is going to come to the next world he's going to bring all the losnata if you do chuva you really regret you say I'm sorry it gets totally wiped off he, you know the prosecutor cannot bring those boxes with all the allegations it disappeared. All the evidence just gets, not only gets wiped off, becomes a mitzvah. I explained Shabbos, a very important question. How could a negative thing become a mitzvah? How? How could a, how could a you know, how is it a person could do a terrible, terrible sin and there turns out to be a mitzvah? So, the Zoya says a very, very profound thing, says the Zoyer, The Zoya says Yosef had to be a king. No way a question about it. He was going to, 30 says the dream, the reason he had to be king, first he had to be a slave, because he prepared slavery for Claudius Saul, and, and he was king. That means being slave first, and being king, he paved the ways. Of slavery, that when when we come into Egypt as slave, he already he sort of softened the blow, and he was once king of the place. He'll so make us spiritually able to handle it. That's what the Zoe says. He was the first slave, and then we were. Uh, he was king, and that he was shoylach, which means he controlled the Mitzrayim. So later we came in. The Zoe explains it wasn't such a terrible, terrible hardship blow. So the Zoe explains. So that means Yosef was going to be a slave and he was going to become king there. That's, that's for sure what's going to happen. But because you did it, and you sold him, and he suffered terribly, you're going to get punished for that. But if you're going to do tshuva, mahava, ask Hashem forgiveness, which such hava means that you are so much in love with Hashem, you're so terrible, sorry what you did, you're going to get credit for that because the end result was Yosef had to be a slave there first and then he had to be king. If it wouldn't have been you, it would have been. He would have been walking to Shechem, someone would have kidnapped him, a bunch of kidnapped us. There's other ways. If the brothers could have kidnapped him, other people also could have kidnapped him and disappeared. Be his story is 17-year-old people disappear. So he would have. So if he would have done tshuva, the brothers, tshuva mahavah, then this would have been a... A part of their assets come with Shemaim. I helped them become king. I helped them become. You helped them? Yes. I, oh, I'm proud of it. Because at the church, it changes to this. Like the worst sin that you could imagine selling your brother into slavery, selling him. It's the worst thing you could imagine. And he would have been slave anyways. He had to be slave there. And he had to be king there. As the Zoe points out. So when a person does, here is, a, this is the best emotional. Because this is what happened to Yosef no matter what. This happened to Yosef. And they were going to be punished. And unfortunately, that. You know, they were punished later in generations because they never reconciled, never did a big ticket. But if they would have done ticket, high, high ticket, this would be part of their coming to the next world. That's part of my assets, not of my uh, liabilities. So you see, Tshuva not just could erase something, changes something into a great tzuchus. See, but if we don't take time for ourselves, we become slaves to the daily things that we live in. We become a slave to our addiction, to our needs and wants, to our quetch. There are people who love to quetch. There are people who love to be, you know, there are people who like to be depressed. There are people who, you know, Whatever, whatever, a guy once told me, there's a saying in English that he's wearing the golden handcuffs. I said, what is that? Tells me, you know, I took a big loan to become a lawyer and I have to work, work, work to keep up, but I can't live in this cheap place, so I have to live in an expensive, I'm a lawyer, so I, so I work, 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 and it's called the golden, Handcuffs, I have to work like a workaholic to, to, to live up. And that's what life is about. He was beginning to see, is that what I'm made here for? Most people don't have a time to look at it. Like you said, most people don't, don't look at the life as a movie. Once not you sit down and try to picture yourself? What am I doing over here? And how can I change it? 99 percent of the things you, there's things you can't change, but you could change your outlook, how to respond to it, how to react to it. Remember, it's your life. Take charge. Today, it's another Sunday. We are blessed with a sunny California, bitter cold in New York and there's snow, and there's rain, and there's sleep, my children were telling me. He's saying it's fast, and who knows what. So, we are blessed. Now let's see how we're gonna, are you gonna smile all day today? Why don't you try it out? Take my challenge all day long, walk around with a smile. Let's see, the people can say, why are you smiling? Usually, I always used to tell my daughters that part of dating is not just the makeup and the clothing. It's the smile you got to put on your face. People like a smiley face. You walk into a crowd, you see a lot of faces. The first thing catches your eye is a smiling face. Ever notice that? The first thing your eye catches. We, get attra- we attract a smiley face. Take time for yourself. Take time to like you know, how what how can I change my life to be better, to be a better a better spouse, a better person, a better Eved Hashem. It's your life. The best thing you could do is be smiling. Because, you know, I'm sure some of you have things to take care of, which is a headache and it's annoyance. But I always ask myself, when I know my day is going to be a tough day, by not smiling, things are going to change? No. Nothing is going to change. By me not smiling today, I'm going to have the same. By smiling, things are going to be much easier. Have a great day and a great week. Call me, call me, not today, call me, uh, call me tomorrow, okay.